It's a season that didn't go as planned. But could there be a silver lining for one NFC West team? That's the focus of today's TDN Daily. And welcome into the Wednesday edition of the TDN Daily Podcast. Chris Schubert back with you here once again on a Wednesday. Hope everyone is having a great Wednesday, middle of the week. It's the holiday season, a lot going on. Uh, but I hope everyone is having a great start to their day. we got a fun one. We have a mock draft kind of to talk about. I, there's a team that is picking very high up that I feel as if there's a larger conversation that we can have, and we're going to use their selection uh, at their top 10, at the top 10 pick in the latest mock draft over at TDN to make that point. But before we do that, got to tell you about our friends over at Bet Online, your number one source for all of your sports betting needs this season. And over at Bet Online, they have the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends. And as your continued source for all of your sports wagering information, Bet Online always got live betting, free contests, and giveaways all season long. They're always the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports and events, whether that's the NFL, NBA, NHL, MMA, tennis, boxing, or even golf. All you got to do, head on over to betonline.ag to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Just use our promo code BLEAV, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your rewards. Bet Online, where the game starts. And the last couple of weeks here on the show, when we've been discussing mock drafts, We've looked at it from the prospect of the entire 2023 class. And I think we're going to take a different approach here today as Brentley Wiseman shared his latest mock draft uh, over at TDN. And today, uh, round three dropped for that. And we will get into some of the maybe notable selections. Bryce Young still going number one. There are still, you know, four quarterbacks go, I believe, in the first round. So there's a lot going on here. But I want to go all the way down to pick number five in which the Arizona Cardinals, that's that NFC West team I mentioned in the tease, are currently picking. Uh, four wins on the season, Kyler Murray out for the remainder of the year, they lose Colt McCoy during the game, just a lot of uncertainty and just things have not gone well for the Arizona Cardinals in 2022. This has not been the follow-up season to a playoff campaign in 2021 that I think everybody was expecting. Steve Kime takes uh, time away, stepping away from his duties as general manager to deal with some health, personal issues, so he's no not right now running things. They have a uh, GM by committee approach the way things are going right now, and so things have not gone well in 2022 for the Arizona Cardinals. And when I see he when I sit here and I look at this mock draft and I see that Brentley, and I don't think it's a bad pick, right? He has them going with Paris Johnson Jr., offensive tackle out of Ohio State. And look, they they need help at the offensive line. It was one of the major uh sticking points to their offense in 2022. Kyler had to scramble around a bunch. The offensive line had too many injuries. They never really had a consistent group of five offensive linemen starting week in and week out. They have their starting right tackle, uh, Kelvin Beecham. He's a free agent. And so Paris Johnson comes in there, can play both the left and the right. It makes sense. Logically, it makes sense. It is a good pick for a team that has a need. They're a team that's not normally picking this high, at least since drafting Kyler Murray number one overall. There have been some recent years of success. They made the playoffs last year. So being picking in the top five, you, you can address an area of need. It, it's all well and good. There is no complaints here from my side of the table of the pick of Paris Johnson Jr. to the Arizona Cardinals. But, 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 I was thinking. The Arizona Cardinals have a lot of holes. Still think they need some help in that wide receiver room. A.J. Green is going to be under contract for next season, but he hasn't really given you anything. You missed the first six games with DeAndre Hopkins. 
Hollywood Brown out for the remainder of the season with the injury that he suffered. They, it feels like they're just missing a piece, and they've just had injuries and guys miss, missing time, and maybe they don't need to necessarily address it with a first-round pick, but they probably do want to address it. Maybe they want to bring in some extra help uh, at the running back spot for James Conner. Maybe they want to get multiple offensive linemen. That feels like a very good direction to go. And on defense, a defense that Vance Joseph had playing very, very well in 2022. They were an improved group, and it was a group that did not have a lot of household talent. There were questions going into the season of what is this corner room going to look like? Well, they dealt with injuries there as well. Uh, Byron Murphy missed some time. They have been able to figure it out. Buda Baker, one of the best safeties in the league. J.J. Watt had a good season. But guess what? J.J. Watt's getting older. They need help with the pass rush. They need help with the linebacking spot. They probably need two more corners. They need safeties. Do you see the laundry list of things that I'm listing for the Arizona Cardinals as, hey, you've got more than just one need? And I think everybody listening to this podcast who knows me probably understands the direction that I'm going to take this in right now. The Arizona Cardinals are the quintessential team to trade out of a top five pick. They have the franchise quarterback. They are the team that you call to trade up, to get in and get in front of some teams if a quarterback slips one or two spots and you want to pounce and make a move and go get a quarterback. Or if there's a player like a Will Anderson that starts to slip or Jalen Carter that starts to slip and you want to move up to get one of those guys, they're the team you call. Right now, the Cardinals have a first, a second, two-thirds, a fourth, a fifth, two-sixths, and a seventh. They are loaded with draft capital. And the general manager in Steve Kime, who over the last couple of years does not have a great history, a great track record of drafting. Now, who knows if he's going to be the person that's going to be making the decisions come draft night or come free agency. We don't know if that's going to be the case. But the Arizona Cardinals right now currently stocked with a decent amount of draft capital. They're also stocked with a decent amount of cap space. $24.5 million as it sits right now, according to overthecap.com for the 2023 season. So you combine a decent amount of cap space, probably allows you to sign one or two mid-level starters at different positions. You're probably not shopping in the gourmet section of offensive linemen or the gourmet section of corners, but can you get serviceable starting players with that $24.5 million, give or take some restructures or some trades or some cuts that you make? Yes, absolutely. So pair that with all of that draft capital. Oh, guess what I can do if I'm Steve Kime and I'm the Arizona Cardinals, or if I'm the GM by committee approach, and I'm the Arizona Cardinals. I can trade out of number five. I can let a team move up. I can still pick in the first round. And oh, by the way, maybe I'll pick up a first in future seasons. Maybe I'll pick up a first and second in future seasons. And I will set up myself for not only short-term success, in which I will already still have all those picks that I just mentioned, but I will set myself up for long-term success at well. I'll have more swings at the bat for a team that, let's be honest, needs more swings at the bat. They need more opportunities to draft good players. Hashtag draft good players. That's what they need. They need an opportunity an opportunity to do that. And so to me, they scream more so than any of these other teams. More so than Houston, who's already got two first-round picks. Uh, more so than Chicago. More so than Seattle, who has two first-round picks. More so than Detroit, who has two first-round picks. They are the team that I look at. I mean, Indy's picking six in Brentley's latest mock draft. If they're picking six, I think a quarterback's going to be a strong consideration for them. They're not a trade-out candidate. Go down the list. You think the Atlanta Falcons are a trade-down trade down candidate? I don't think they have the quarterback. Desmond Ritter in that one game didn't look good. They're evaluating. I don't think that's going to stop them. Carolina? Is Carolina taking a quarterback? Philadelphia, they got two picks. Now it's Howie Roseman. He could do that thing where he trades back and, and picks up another first or picks up picks in future years. It's kind of what he does. But the Cardinals are the team. They are the team you call. They have the quarterback. I think they have the coach that they're going to roll with moving forward. I'm picking my words very carefully there. I think Cliff is going to be the coach entering the 2023 season. 
Now, Kyler's going to miss some time, but I don't think he's going to miss the entirety of the season, so he's going to be back. DeAndre Hopkins is still there. We've still got a running game. Yeah, I'm trading out of this spot at five because the first maybe couple of games of the season could make it to we're going to be behind the eight ball. So let me set myself up for success in 2024. Let 2023 be that get-right season. Let me use my draft capital to get some young players who can get some good experience as starters in the National Football League with all that capital that I have. I mentioned it. This team right now has four top 100 picks. They have a pick at 107 right now in the fourth round. Five top 120 picks for the Arizona Cardinals. There's an opportunity to really fix some of the holes that this team has, both on offense and on defense. And with 2023, potentially you're going to miss Kyler for some time. You can set yourself up for some for some success in 2024. And oh, by the way, if you trade out, you're probably going to have some more draft capital in 2024 as well. And oh, by the way, as it stands right now in 2024, without any contracts that you've signed here in, in the offseason, $84.4 million in cap space in 2024. Does anybody else think this is not the exact direction that the Arizona Cardinals should go in? We talk all the time on this show. I did it, what, a month or two ago when I talked about the Raiders, if they were picking number six, that they are the perfect trade-out candidate depending on what they wanted to be as a franchise. We talk about it all the time. Teams trading out. Teams not taking a quarterback. Teams being the perfect team to talk to if you want to move up. The Arizona Cardinals are the team you should call, and the Arizona Cardinals should answer every single one of those phone calls and absolutely trade out. You want to get an offensive lineman? You can trade down and pick up an offensive lineman. You can get an offensive lineman on day two. In fact, if you trade down, you might be able to get some more picks both this year and next year. You can you can take multiple offensive linemen that you can factor in. And, oh, maybe you're concerned about starting a couple of rookies at, at offensive lineman positions for 2023. Guess what? Your 2022 offensive line was an up-and-down roller coaster. Stability is the name of the game. If I can get young players who are, can provide me stability at a very important position to protect who's ever playing quarterback at the beginning of the season and then Kyler Murray thereafter, that is a good thing. That is a step in the right direction. They need help on defense. J.J. Watt's not getting any younger. They need they need legitimate pass rush help. They need linebacking help. They need a, two corners more than likely. They need some help in the secondary. They need all of those things. This is not a one-year fix-it, band-aid it, figure it out, especially now with the injury to Kyler Murray. We don't know what it's going to mean for his availability at the beginning of the season. It is an unknown. That's why I'm speaking kind of half in, half out on it. He could be ready for week one. If on a very aggressive and accelerated time schedule, he also could miss the first month or more. It could be anywhere in between those two things. And so because it's uncertain, because it is an uncertainty, that's what I'm going to deal with. I'm going to deal with I don't have Kyler Murray to start the season. And so because of that, this is the perfect opportunity to go into this offseason and hit a soft reset button. We're still building around Kyler Murray. We're still building around Buda Baker. We're still building around DeAndre Hopkins and, and DJ Humphreys and all the and Isaiah Simmons and all the players that we got. We're building around that group. But guess what? We have an opportunity to hit a soft reset. We have a prized asset. Let's use that asset to set us up for success, not only in 2023, but in 2024, in 2025, 2026. You've already signed Kyler to the contract. It is time for you to go. And if you're going to miss him for some time in 2023, here's an opportunity for you to set up 2024 to be a home run. It's tough. It's, t- it's a tough thing for the fan base to accept. That not only is 2022 going to be a lost season, but 2023 might be a lost season as well. But if you approach it the right way, if you use that $24.5 million in cap space to bring in starters that can help you stem the tide, can calm the waters for a little bit, if you use all that draft capital, including what you would get if you traded the number five pick, to draft impact starting caliber players for 2023 and beyond, you are going to earn the trust of your fan base. That's the thing. The Arizona Cardinal fan base do not trust their organization to make good moves in free agency, to make good moves with the draft. They don't trust their ability to acquire young talent and develop that young talent and build a winner. 
guess what? Here's a golden ticket, a golden opportunity for you to get more swings at the bat in order to do so. And so when I look at this mock draft, and yeah, I can talk about Will Levis going number four to the Detroit Lions. Yeah, I can go. I can talk about Bryce Young still being the number one overall pick going to Houston. I can talk about C.J. Stroud and Anthony Richardson both finding themselves in the top eight and four quarterbacks going in the top eight. Yeah, I can talk about all of those things. I can talk about Jordan Addison to the New England Patriots. All I go up and down this list of Bijan Robinson to the Ravens, Rasheed Rice to the Cowboys. Listen, you know I was going to sneak in some Rasheed Rice if he's in the first round. I could talk about all of these things, but you know what? I just kept staring at that number five pick and Paris Johnson. Yeah, he would be a great fit for the team. He would fit a need. He would address a need for them. But at the same time, what that pick could turn into, the opportunity that that pick could provide to the Arizona Cardinals organization for both 2023 and beyond might be too good of a situation to pass up. Because if things go the way you expect them to go with Kyler Murray, right? You sign him to that long-term contract. You expect Kyler Murray to lead the Cardinals to success. How often are you going to be picking in the top five? Use that asset to its fullest potential. And the fullest potential for the 2023 Arizona Cardinals and beyond is to trade that pick. Fun little exercise that I wanted to do here on the show today because I just keep staring at it. I keep staring at which team is the team that if you want to trade up, if you have to get in front of one of these teams to get a quarterback, if you have to get in front of the Carolina Panthers, if you have to get in front of the Indianapolis Colts, right? If you're Tampa right now, you're you're p- picking 19. If you're the Jets right now, picking 17. If you're any of these teams that want to trade up to take a quarterback, right? If you're the Raiders at pick 10 and you want to get in front of Carolina at eight, which you know is a quarterback landing spot, you want to get in front of six and the Colts that you know is a landing spot. With the way the board plays out right now, man, the Arizona Cardinals are the perfect team to call because I don't know what the price is going to be to move up to two to talk to the Bears. I don't know if I'm comfortable with that price. I may wait and see the way the board falls. That's going to do it for the Wednesday edition of the podcast. Hope everyone's having a great week. Like I said at the beginning, hope everyone uh, is having a great Wednesday. I always appreciate you making this show a part of your day. It means the world. Uh, that you take a couple of minutes out of your day to listen to me uh, ramble and talk about what is on my mind in the world of football and in the National Football League. Thanks, as always, to Bet Online for their continued support of the podcast. Everybody make it a great rest of your Wednesday. I will talk to you all tomorrow.